You know, if you put bigger <laughs> separations between your redos, I can keep the better one. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, AOC was caught in a very compromising situation recently. She was riding in a car. Yep, that's their latest attempt at uh, milkshake ducking her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is hilarious for a lot of reasons. Uh, <laughs> Where to even start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is too that like the details they came up with with like uh, someone like somehow figured out like her Uber tab, and <laughs> it's like, um, you think the fact that she's Ubering and you know not using some like car service. <laughs> Or, you know, has her own driver by now or anything is maybe a little not the point you're trying to prove here. Yeah. I mean, maybe she should have her own driver and like a personal uh, Prius or similar. I don't know. Although there are probably reasons um, why. Yeah. Well, I mean, also it comes down to logistics. Right. Because... It's not like there's parking at the Capitol. Mm, not so much. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, hypocrisy this is trying to be framed as is, you know, with the Green New Deal, how dare she burn a single <laughs> drop of gasoline? Um, and it's a complete mischaracterization of environmentalism that is very much intentional by um, the, uh, the very bad people at the top that the dumb people at the bottom get tricked into making their point for them, which is that, oh, you can solve the climate crisis through individual action alone, and you absolutely cannot. It just can't be done. You yeah. just have to, I mean, a person can't, you know, just start being a subsistence farmer. I mean, you could, but well. <laughs> probably not for very long because you're not good at that. Yeah. And uh, it won't really make much, uh, in fact, it, I can certify that it will not make any dent at all in the uh, ever-increasing, uh, ever-snowballing doom that, <laughs> that is uh, rolling toward us. Yeah. When you see those graphs about the uh, carbon footprint per capita in the U.S. versus other countries, that's, like the pollution of the U.S. divided by its population. So that's all the things that are completely out of your control. And we got into this um, when we were bashing Apple for claiming that net energy was a thing. Mm -hmm. um, that all the corporations that pollute and create unnecessary waste and whatever are still a thing that occurs whether you buy them or not. Yeah, it's like the power plant's going to keep burning as much coal as they think they need to burn to not have rolling blackouts. Well, that's what we called them in California when right. they were trying to rebrand yeah. <laughs> what we used to call it brownout when yeah. I was a child. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was a neat marketing uh, trick in the early aughts uh, back when Enron was going on. That was those were fun times to be a freshman in college because like. Sometimes all the power would shut off at my college. I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I won't work on that paper right now. Hmm. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, in any case, like, and and most of our power, I think, I think most of it, by far, most of it, still comes from burning things, um, be it coal, oil, natural gas, um, biomass in parts of Georgia, which they try to say is green because, like, nobody wanted all that shit that they're burning anyway. But like, yeah. it's still not great. Yeah, like me. <laughs> and even that, that, any fuel-based um, power plant is incapable of being green so long as there are trucks that go to and from it. Right. Like, how does the stuff they're burning get there? And yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Even even if Ocasio Cortez bought uh, a fully electric vehicle and uh, had a driver to drive her around, does she know how to drive? She might not, because she's always lived kind of in New York. That's a very good point that I'm sure um, will be a big issue when it is discovered <laughs> that, <laughs> for similar nonsense reasons. She wants to change our, your cars, but she can't even drive. Like, that's mm. a salient point. I'm sure that that'll, that's an argument that will be made. Oh, yeah. She'll be damned either way, because if it turns out she has a license, <laughs> it'll be, you know, public transportation <laughs> advocate turns out has a license, you know. Right. Because there's no other reason why it would be, con- I mean, no. it's not the most convenient form of identification <laughs> issued by the state or anything, but you know, whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she dares to wear clothing on her body right. periodically, like... <laughs> It's just amazing the things and like like it's it's the, and they act like it's the most rank hypocrisy for her to be driven somewhere like so DC has an okay like relatively okay public transportation system but there are still lots of places where you cannot get um, or you cannot get quickly and efficiently on a train like a lot of the stations are kind of far apart and if you want to get somewhere in the middle like well you can walk for twenty five minutes or you can grab an Uber and it'll take you five. Uh, and I, I assume she's kind of busy. Yeah. She probably has a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's really, it's really not that practical um, to insist that she take trains and or walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, but like, and and we all we all know that hypocrisy only matters for Democrats, right? Like. Whenever anybody, like, it's so cute whenever anybody on Twitter points out some rank hypocrisy by a Republican because they don't care. Right. None of them care. They're like, so? And, and I mean, t- to her credit, so is she. I mean, she's basically like, so? Um, <laughs> because they're not even good examples. Like, it's, it, we've got, like, real shit on, on the, the president of the United States is a Russian agent. And he's like, so? <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> he's invited his son-in-law into the White House, uh, who is absolutely not capable under any normal circumstances of getting probably even like a, a, tia, a top secret clearance. Like, I, I'm not even certain he should have got any clearance at all, right. uh, given all the shenanigans. But like... And that, and that's like NBD, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but let but let this woman from Brooklyn uh, get in an Uber, and that's like, she's just obviously she doesn't really believe in what she believes in, yeah, because of a, that car that time. You know, and another point about using Uber instead of having her own uh, private Tesla or a Prius or something is that a, uh, a common argument to that. Nobody's really sure of the answer. Well, I well there is an answer, um, but uh, it's 
Um, what is the environmental cost of making a, a new vehicle with better or no emissions versus using an existing one that pollutes way, way more? And, you know, it varies based on what two vehicles you're talking about. And the whole point is moot as long as we continue to manufacture cars with substandard MPG via just unnecessary practices that continue to persist in the auto industry. And that's what we're kind of getting at here, that if the Uber driver that she happens to get is driving something from the 90s through the noughties, then yeah, okay, you know, that thing can pollute because it would create, um, or rather it would cost energy to replace it or destroy it. And even then, cars from the 90s weren't that bad for the most part. Like, I mean, obviously, if it's a big Hulk and uh, Chevy Suburban or something, but m generally speaking, Ubers aren't. Yeah. Uh, usually, they're like mid-sized sedan. So if somebody's driving her around in an Altima, like a yeah, 2004 <laughs> Altima, like that, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Now, where this all breaks down is... As usual, the 2008 financial crisis, mm. <laughs> because preceding that, we had an explosion in oil and gas prices. Yeah, um, I remember it was costing me 50 bucks to fill up my small sedan. Yeah, it was over $4 a gallon in New Jersey, and New Jersey sometimes has lower prices because we have some state subsidies. Um, that's another whole thing we're not even going to get into. Uh, huh. <laughs> um and I remember on a uh, long trip that summer, my uh, grandparents and uh, my aunt, who drive a uh, van and SUV respectively, hit some dollar limits on machines oh, yeah. in upstate New York that were like in the middle of nowhere. So there's like not even a person. You just have to sort of drive away and come back so it sees you <laughs> as a new person and start over. Maybe drive around the way to a different yeah. pump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so following that, um, a very interesting hap thing happened, which is it looked like capitalism was working with environmentalism for once because um, Toyota had a wait list on Priuses <laughs> and the American auto companies were on the verge of declaring bankruptcy. So do you know what we did? We decided to let them keep existing throughout legislation that said you need to have a minimum of the like 2006 Priuses 40 MPG by like hmm. 2040 um, <laughs> and let things continue, you know, business as usual. Yeah, so you have commuters buying F-150s and shit. Yeah, which is just, you know, it's completely bananas to get, you know, 12 MPG with no cargo because uh, a better way to think about MPG is to multiply it by the number of people you have in the car. So, like, you know, four people in an Accord that's getting 25, that's 100 passenger miles per gallon. Um, trains that, you know burn a gallon an hour but have hundreds of people in them you know that's <laughs> yeah. that comes out pretty good too and um and if you have to drive by yourself you know then the prius getting 50 i mean you know that's okay but 
<laughs> lower than that is sort of, you know, appalling by comparison. And, you know, we were heading in that direction. And who knows if we let some of the automakers fold or just forced them to stay afloat by making better MPG vehicles. Maybe now, 10 fucking years later, <laughs> we could be at a point where even the smallest amount of hybrid technology is standard. And by small, I mean, like, instead of garbage like start-stop, you just have, you know, like, a sufficient battery so your accessories don't turn off <laughs> when you're at a light. And the engine doesn't have to do a full start. It's always, you know, in warm mode. And, you know, we could have raised the city MPG to, you know, a minimum of 36. Uh, but we didn't do any of that. Right. We got in the way of capitalism. Because so the best selling car in the United States, like before gas prices went through the moon, through the moon, that's not a thing, through the roof, <laughs> to the moon. Uh, way up there <laughs> was the Ford F-150, which is a large, a quite large truck. Uh, and well, then no, people... isn't that the baby one? Um, well, no, uh, it, it's the smallest of the F-series. They, oh, okay. they do make a Ranger, which is smaller, right. um, which I think the Ranger is more similar to like my husband's Honda truck. Uh, and the F-150 is like a big beefy, like, and they get beefier every year. Like, yeah. it's such a like toxic masculinity mobile yeah. like i understand that some people actually use them to tow horse trailers and haul hay and shit and that's like whatever but like the people who are driving those to work right like, like i see some big trucks in my parking deck and i'm like you're you're either like you work in real estate or you're a software developer or like there aren't there aren't like that many yeah no nobody who works in my building or any of the surrounding buildings is a farmer. Yeah, like if you see one and it's clean, like they don't need it. <laughs> yeah, like there's no hay in the bed. Yeah. There's, there's no, <laughs> no splatter around the wheel wells. Yeah, yeah, like and and if you and and even if you're like, you know, you have a farm on the weekends or whatever, like why are you commuting in that? Right. <laughs> really. And the, the all... funny thing about that is, um, so um, the state of Vermont has a ton of farms in it. And when you're driving by them, do you know what you see a lot is a Prius parked at like the road because they keep their farm shit on the farm. Well, yeah. And when they I go mean, get groceries, they take the fucking Prius. Of course, because they probably have to drive pretty far to get groceries being out in the country yeah. in Vermont. So like it just makes sense to to have a practical, uh, you know, child toter, as well as your farm vehicle. Yeah. It's like you don't you don't drive the tractor to the grocery store either. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I like toxic masculinity mobile because that is a perfect description of the small smallest of the largest trucks that Ford makes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really distressing how like the whole our whole thing in this country is basically a giant toxic masculinity. It is a unit <laughs> right. like that's our government right now. And, and there are more women in it. But like what percentage of, of Congress of, uh, of senators are women? Is it like 10 percent or something like it's really low? Maybe it's 20. I forget how many there are now. Wikipedia will surely have this number for me. Yeah. 
You should have asked the dingus. <laughs> I know. The 116th Congress has 25 female senators, meaning for the first time in history, one-fourth of the members of the U.S. Well, okay, 25%. I'm sure there are a lot of men out there who are saying, see, everything's fair now. Yeah, <laughs> despite, <right. laughs> despite the fact that we represent a full 50% and slightly more, depending, you yeah, know. Yeah, us- I usually see it are... reporting as 51. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> right around half. So, and, and it's like, I think it was, uh, it, it must've been Ruth Bader Ginsburg or who, who said that, uh, you know, you can tell that we will have reached, uh, equality when there are nine women on the Supreme <laughs> yeah. Court. Cause, and, and because of course so a bunch many... of men are like, but that wouldn't be fair at all. And it's like, okay, yeah. What about the past fucking <laughs> century, two, two, two centuries? 250 yeah. years when it, when we've almost always had nine men, yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, it, and and I just, I keep seeing this tweet. I don't know why it keeps being surfaced to me. It's so distressing. <laughs> like the, the men who, men feel that uh, if women speak 15% yeah, of the time. I was just going to bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. That represents yeah. Uh, equality. And if they speak 30% of the time, then they're, <laughs> then they're dominating the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Hmm. It's like men just want us to shut up. <laughs> they don't want to hear from us ever. But uh and I don't know and it's not really getting better that much that that fast. Yeah. Because, I like, know. <laughs> the, the whole the whole everything is toxic. It's, it's everything's toxic. Yep. <laughs> For the last couple of years Apple has done a march event sometimes. Right. <laughs> Usually with a theme. And this year's theme slash rumors slash alleged controlled leaks is no hardware. But there's hardware overdue. So rather than predict an event, we're going to predict things that are going to appear in the calendar month of March, probably as press releases the mm. week before or a week of that event. Probably the week before to tamper expectations so people aren't walking out of an event about their ridiculous TV service. Oh my God, I where don't the care. Are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that also means we can't do this as our standard rules draft. So instead we're going to do this on a uh, overdue piece of hardware. We're just going to <laughs> uh, bet yay or nay and score based on what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... First up, um, anything that counts as new AirPods. Right. We were told, I guess, we were told lots of things. We've been told yeah. many things. Um, I really do hope they come in black. Well, well be... so do you think they're coming at all in March? <laughs> um. Anything that counts as new AirPods. Yeah. Uh, well, I do expect a new charging case. Right. Um, so that, I think that would count because presumably you would only be able to buy a full set with the new case. So I thought we were told at some point. <laughs> well, it would it would be available separately, optional, but presumably okay. if you buy AirPods, like right, the, they'll just come in the new yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I do want to bet on that one <laughs> yeah so um and, and is that on the charging case as well um i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i i think there sh- there will be 
wi- wireless charging. I hope. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> um, but what do you think about uh, black pods? Um, I don't know. That might maybe. I I I'm I'm wishy washy on that one. Need a hard answer. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's go with no. <laughs> I want it, but I don't expect it. Yeah. I yeah. honestly I would I would buy them even though I don't really need there's like nothing wrong with my current AirPods. They have a reasonable uh lifetime because I haven't used them nearly as much as other people. Oh yeah. I'm in the boat where a lot of people are in, which is that we've been using AirPods daily since launch and we need a new pair and this is not a fault of the product. It has been used past its uh, expected life batteries are <laughs> yeah um and it's just hard to buy a new of the same one when there's when apple themselves said there are new things coming um and speaking of said new thing the air power met <laughs> uh you know i'm not gonna check that box i'm not gonna do it i don't believe it i think it's vaporware forever hmm uh, it probably isn't. It'll come eventually, but I just, I have no faith that it'll appear anytime soon. Yeah, I also think it's gone forever and that the wireless AirPods will just be standard Qi and that'll be what we'll have to deal with. And it'll be fine because anything is, anything that allows me to not have lightning cables anymore is great. <laughs> yeah. And and at this point, like they, they really can't have the air power thing show up at an event because it's embarrassing right it's a press release only thing at this point (laughs) yeah and even that like maybe it'll just pop up in the store and it'll just like i don't even know like i would be ashamed to write that press release (laughs) announced like two years ago whatever yeah no um um okay so next is the uh, 12 inch macbook was last updated wwdc 17 does wow. it get a processor bump this March? I am going to assume that it is abandonware. <laughs> and uh, I, I feel that Apple will continue to ignore the 12-inch MacBook. I feel that Apple is... Um, this machine is clearly going to be the first Mac with an ARM processor in it made by Apple. Mm, good point. And but I doubt I that's ready. Think, well, I was going to say, and I think Apple is too stubborn to put a new chip in it from Intel, even though now you have the situation which you have across their lineup of <laughs> two-year-old machines that have not received a price drop to fall in line with reasonable economic expectations. And it's abhorrent that they do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, they used to occasionally drop the prices on stuff low back in the day, but uh, yeah. not anymore. Not in not in Tim Cook's Apple. Yeah, um, but I'm going to wish cast a yes because I need a machine to bring to WWDC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, um, the 13-inch MacBook Pro no touch bar, two Thunderbolt ports on the goddamn left. Um, <laughs> is this machine updated? discontinued or neither this march i'm gonna go so i doubt that it would like drop off the store altogether um so yeah I tim guess... cook doesn't do that he lets things sit there for <laughs> forever <laughs> yeah. i guess i guess that means i think neither um because i don't i also don't expect it to get an update i expect it to just like 
hang around like like the previous 13 inch macbook air i that that sounded really weird because i forgot that it had air until the last second yeah, <laughs> anyway that, the pre- like 2015 the pre- <laughs> model that's still there <laughs> right that one that one just keeps hanging around for no reason and i kind of expect uh the same thing with the with the macbook escape uh although i guess they could stop making that chassis if they stopped uh manufacturing i don't know well it's the same chassis as the 13 inch pro it just has two more holes drilled in it for the other two USB-C ports Mm -hmm. because the keyboard region is like i think that pokes through oh well i don't know i guess so i guess that would hang around for the education market too like probably they buy more of the or do they i don't even know i don't know what happens in the education market anymore nobody's well, filling they, a computer they buy macbook airs because they have reliable keyboards that's what happens <laughs> yeah uh everyone's being issued uh 15 inch of the 2018 macbooks pro <laughs> at my current work and uh i don't think any of us like the keyboard but so far i guess they oh yeah that reminds me i need to get a new keyboard for work anyway because yeah. the one they've given me is appalling it's like the cheapest Logitech, and I hate it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go... I, I, I'm not going to check any boxes for the 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro Escape model. Um, I'm going to wish Cass another yes here on the update, <laughs> just because... Ooh, <laughs> that's a bold prediction. Yeah. It's, it's a while for it to let sit, and there are new processors in that um, TPD, so... It's another thing, you know, they could just sneak out. And um, at the very least, like the 12-inch MacBook, neither of them have the new um, third whack at the failing keyboard that turns out also (laughs) still fails. But you'd think they just want to get those all on the same one. Mm. Um, Now, on to good keyboards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The uh, iMac Consumer Edition is also like two years since its last update. Um, yeah, I think this is inevitable. I also think the iMac is also a good candidate for a redesign, potentially with Face ID. That would be kind of like an event thing. But yeah, that also, would definitely that's be why an it's event. tricky. Um, and that I would expect that to be like a maybe the September event where it's like for school, but it's like hilariously too late. <laughs> For so, school, so the October which event. which Apple loves to do. So the October yeah. event. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it could be October. I mean, yeah. well, the yeah. well, yeah. The September event is like iPhones only now. Yeah, I guess it's too it, big. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I would expect that uh, at Not, a full redesign later. I don't know if I would uh, expect a spec bump to sort of pop up. Uh, but maybe, and I, I'm being uh, overly pessimistic on everything, so I'm going to go ahead and say, sure, that could happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sound reasoning. I'm, I'm an excellent gambler. Yeah. Um, I added new Apple Watch bands to the list, uh, and obviously I hope, and, and I do expect those happen. I think Apple pretty much re- uh, refreshes those seasonally. Yeah, they do happen every fall, spring, and summer. To my delight and my wallet's detriment. (laughs) Although, um, uh, PSA here. If you like any colors that are in the silicone or leather cases or bands right now, um, there's a chance they could disappear in March, even if they're something that has seemingly been 
there for a while. So this is your chance to buy it like new from Apple if it's something you want. And if you don't have this problem, then, you know, go ahead and <laughs> miss out on it. Yeah, I was amazed. Um, apparently, a lot of people didn't buy the ultraviolet. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you call it? Sport band? Yeah. The 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 silicone one. Right. Um, when it was new, I did because I thought it was super pretty. And now they're like going for bananas prices on eBay. Yeah, Not they're mine, going of course, for I'm Apple. Keeping right? it. They're going for like Apple leather <laughs> prices on eBay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty remarkable. Um. So if you if you see a color that you like, you should probably go ahead and buy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, iPad Not Pro 10 inch. Um, yeah, sure that that could see an update, and I would like to see it get the pencil too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that we're standardizing. I'm gonna hope and pray <laughs> and cross my fingers that we do in fact get pencil two support across the iPad line. Yeah, I am going to predict that it um, keeps the pencil one. <laughs> Ooh, yucky. So so <laughs> I don't know what you mean by not XG82X. What's the other option? Um, that would mean that it's resolution and therefore shape and measurement in inches changes from 9.7 inches and uh, its screen being... Uh, 2048 by 1536. So like when the um, iPad Pro went from 10 inches to 11, mm. it obviously changed its resolution. And there are rumors that this will get some sort of reshape. And I think a reshape would be an opportunity to include the pencil too, because like you're making a new case for it. Right. On the other hand, I also suspect that they have those 10.9 inch iPad Pro cases that they're just going to start putting them in. Mm. Although that still is a resolution change. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, I'm going to go yes on the resolution change. But I, I, think, I think they're just going to start stuffing them in old uh, iPad Pro <laughs> cases. Maybe. Um... Now for the main event, the thing, uh, <laughs> yeah, no other me. podcast is talking about. <laughs> no, so I definitely hope and pray and cross my fingers and expect that there will be an iPad mini. And I really, yeah. I really want it to have Pencil 2 support. I don't necessarily expect it to have a smart connector, but Pencil 2 would be nice. Like, wouldn't it be super if Apple only had one kind of pencil? And and I think surely they would see the value in that because it's confusing now. Yeah. You have two different pencils that work with different different iPads and how do you know which one that you need and ah, horrible. Um, obviously, Steve would be very upset about that. Uh, Tim, less so. Yeah. In fact, I think if Jobs were alive for the lightning transition, that like everything that didn't support it would have just disappeared. You know, they would have stopped doing, you know, like the last year's iPhone for $100 less thing. Yeah. I also like, don't liked think... Moving forward. I don't think you would you would have the pencil one awkwardly plugging into an iPad. <laughs> like I just don't think that would have happened. Yeah. Um I think the iPad Mini 5 is going to be an extremely frustrating device. So I'm going to bet on an existing um and that it will not gain any features. In fact, it will lose features as it will get a um lower quality display. Hmm. Yeah, reasons. I mean, there have been rumors about that. 
Um, so for a contrarian's sake, I'll pick pencil one because that would just be, you know, <laughs> an appropriate fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking typical. Um, so the iPod Touch, we have a pair, again, of updated or discontinued. Um, so the thing about discontinuing this um, is that the A8, not X, processor that's in it right now is below the AR kit threshold. And I wouldn't, you know, and I don't know if they would want to keep selling stuff that's is missing so many new features. Like, I also think it can't do group FaceTime because, mm. you know, of some metal limitation. Yeah. I mean, really, the question... I mean, it, I, it, it certainly seems like it has to be either updated or discontinued at this point. Uh, right. I don't know. On the one hand, people do like to buy them for children who are still too young to have an actual cell phone. Yeah. Um, but does Apple care? <laughs> they certainly don't care about the convenience of that demographic. The question is whether there's enough of those to make it profitable. And that I really have no idea. Now, I'm sure what Apple would prefer is for everyone <laughs> five years and up to be on the, to be on the Apple upgrade program. Um, and in, I, I <laughs> But since you said the Apple upgrade program, um, I think that's eroding the existence of hand-me-down iPhones. So they kind of need to start doing these devices the you know these disposably priced devices like the ipad mini and the ipod touch for kids because if you know mom and dad's iphones are handed back to apple every fall then you know the kids got to have something until they're old enough to have the actual phone themselves yeah i guess i guess i'm gonna put my money on that it gets updated yeah, so am um, I. Because I, I, see, I see too much use for it, and I think... I mean, Apple's frustrating, but they're not stupid. Right. <laughs> and the kids want to play the Fortnite. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> With its uh, ripping off of many black artists and, and their uh, creations uh, in, their, in their little dance yes. systems. Yes. I don't know anything about Fortnite except it's a shooty stabby and that they steal dances from black people. Those are the two facts that I know about Fortnite. Yes. And an addendum to that fact is um, you purchase the stolen dance move. And in fact, since oh. the game is free, it is their only source of income. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I was never gonna play it anyway. But like, I even if I were inclined to, I super wouldn't, given that they are ripping off black artists. That's I'm I'm not okay with that. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's everything. I wonder if we'll see uh, how long it'll be until uh, and if there will in fact ever be an update to the um, iMac Pro. Yeah, that seems weird that they haven't because, like, so the iMac Pro is the machine they wanted to make instead of making a new Mac Pro. <laughs> like, this is not the apology machine. This is the one they're working on on purpose. It's a beautiful machine. Yeah. I, I do still wish I hadn't bought it just because then I would have more money. 
<laughs> but um but it is I do I do still like it a lot and it's beautiful space gray accessories which went on sale to everyone literally the day after hmm. I bought it um <laughs> yeah but now you're living the Xeon lifestyle where like you probably have forgotten that your other machine would fall into comas and have to be like power buttoned on even though you left it sleeping etc maybe i don't remember <laughs> it's true that i don't remember also that was a 2009 imac and if i get if i get nine years out of this one that'll be fine yeah. <laughs> although i got nine years out of that one and it cost a good deal less <laughs> than this one also true but it's so pretty it is <laughs> I kind of wanted to to buy uh, the space gray accessories for my work Mac, but like there still is a black tax. So that's work's money. Uh, no, it would be my money because they've already issued me. <laughs> From their perspective, they've already <sighs> given me a keyboard. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean I can't complain though. We get s there's so much free food around, like an amazing amount. I I. Our our office manager is the best, and she is funded by people who are also the best. Yeah, I'm still public sector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I guess we'll just kind of be watching um, Mac rumors for the month of March. Like, there's going to be an event, but, like, yeah, we don't really expect it to be that exciting right and and we do have uh some bitching queued up for oh yes what the event is supposed <laughs> to be about um and unfortunately at that point it won't be the end of march yet so we won't be able to score this thing so whatever dang it yeah oh, gives us something to talk about in april because surely nothing else will be on fire <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>